think that anybody who owns your own business has the right to choose who he can hire to work for him. Call Lynn Martin now and actually get your voice heard. Why don't you talk? to the Lynn Martin Show on AM 800 CKLW. Please welcome today's guest host, Leah Henson. Well, welcome to the Lynn Martin Show, everyone. I'm Leah Hansen filling in uh, for Lynn uh, for today. And uh, she'll be back with you on Monday. Well, some breathing room today, but with uh, more rain in the forecast, no time to sit around, particularly if you were hit by a flooded basement yesterday. And oh my God, there were many of you. If you work for the city or the town of Tecumseh Public Works Department, no rest, no time to sit around for you. If you're Windsor Mayor Drew Dilkins or Tecumseh Mayor Gary McNamara, or you work for a disaster cleanup company, yeah, there's no sitting around for any of you today more rain in the forecast another 50 millimeters possible before the system moves out of the area but as we all know it was an unbelievable day in parts of Windsor and the town of Tecumseh yesterday states of emergency declared in both communities following record rainfalls in both at the Windsor airport 63.4 millimeters of rain recorded Compared with the old record of 36.8, Rob Shrivel's been telling us that this morning from the AM800 News Center. And in Tecumseh, where it looks like most of the rain fell, anywhere from 150 to 200 millimeters of rain. Those are unofficial numbers. At least 100 to 150 millimeters falling in like a five-hour period yesterday morning. The system just could not cope. Running on all cylinders, all the systems were working, but they just they just just couldn't handle the amount of rain. Now, the cleanup and assessment of how to handle the fallout from the record rainfall continues this morning. Windsor Mayor Drew Dilkins joining us in just a minute. To come see Mayor Gary McNamara meeting with his senior staff right now. And a media conference will be held later today. AM 800 will have more information on that when it becomes available. And uh, Gary may call in during the show this morning as well. So if you live in the town of Tecumseh and you're hoping to get more information, uh, keep listening here, but we hope you'll join us too. And right now joining us is Windsor Mayor Drew Dilkins. Hey, Drew. Good morning, Leah. Good morning. How are you today? Good, good, good. So what's the update from the city regarding uh, yesterday's flood and uh, record rainfall? What's... What's the newest information you can share with us, Drew? Well, yeah, we're still assessing all of the damage, uh, and we're asking folks who've been affected to please call 311. That helps us track uh, the damage to know where the damage occurred and uh, and also to be able to provide resources. So we know in this particular case we're going to need some additional garbage collection to take away uh, damaged items. We're prepared to do that, but we just need to know which areas were impacted, and having people call 311 allows us to track that and provide that service. But yesterday we received about 1,600 calls to 311, which is uh, about four times our normal volume. And of those 1,600 calls, 1,100 related specifically to flooding, flooded basements and flooded yards and roads and things like that. Uh, so uh, it was significant. Uh, you just read off the numbers uh, in terms of the, the amount of rain was that, re- that was received. Uh, there is no system. You talked to Tim Burney at IRCA. There is no system in Canada 
that could handle the volume of rain that fell in the time period in which it fell. And so all of our systems, contrary to what someone said on, on one of the uh, your talk show uh, yesterday on CKLW, someone was saying, my brother works at the plant and they didn't even have the pumps on. I can assure everybody that all of the pumps were working. Uh, all were firing at full cylinder. Uh, both uh, I've confirmed that with Mayor uh, McNamara and Tecumseh as well. Everything was working uh, just as it should. Uh, but the system cannot handle that volume of rain. And for perspective, Leah, just to let people know, at the Little River plant where all the water goes uh, to be treated before it goes back to the river, we have a gigantic, a massive uh, cement holding tank that's meant for surges and for overflow. And so when we get rain events, we get more water in the system, and that tank is used uh, to capture the overflow. And if it gets to be an intense rain like we had yesterday, we literally have to just open the floodgate and make that water go to the Detroit River. We skim off the solids that come through, we douse it with chlorine, and we give it a primary treatment, send it back to the river. The overflow tank on our property was overflowing on the property. That's the volume of, of water that was coming into the system. So, uh, again, we've spent $300 million in the last 10 years on sewers, pumping stations, on, on all sorts of sewer infrastructure in the city of Windsor. And it doesn't matter if we had spent triple that amount, we still wouldn't have been able to handle that volume of rain in that short period of time. Yeah, um well, I talked to Gary this morning before I came on the air, and he said literally instead of having uh, sewer pipes, you would need to have sewer tunnels to try to uh, accommodate all of the rain that fell. Like, But I said to him as well, well, you know whose fault it is. Number one, it's your fault, Drew. And then number two, it's Gary's fault. <laughs> Yeah, and, and people are frustrated, right? And I, and I listen, I've had a basement flood, so I know how expensive it is. I know how absolutely devastating and frustrating it is, especially when you have things that are valuable in your basement that get ruined. I understand uh, the feeling. And, and so we do a number of things in the city. We've been doing a number of things since the, these storms really started happening in 2011. Uh, we have the downspout disconnection program. We have the backflow uh, valve uh, basement subsidy uh, flooding protection program. Um, and, you know, we do a number of things to help assist the residents to, to, to try and prevent these things from happening in their homes. And we've had a whole bunch of people who've taken us up on this, uh, this offer and these offers, and we're trying to get the water out of the system when we have big rain events to minimize the, the chance of this from reoccurring. But when you get something that really is a, an act of God, uh, there's just there's, there's no way for any system in the country to be able to handle that volume of rain. And talking to Gary McNamara, 190, 190 millimeters of rain in a short period of time, it, it's, it's, it, it's unheard of. So let's let's reiterate again, Drew, because we just had somebody else call in to the radio station, and I know we've got some posts on social media as well, that pumps at Enwin were not working, they were not turned on. Uh, to be sure, let's make sure everybody understands about what was working and how efficiently it was working yesterday. So I'll just be, and thank you for the opportunity. Let me be really clear. All systems were working fully yesterday. We had one pump. We have four pumps at Little River. One of the pumps, uh, the belt caught fire, and it was down for two hours. Three pumps only generally work. The fourth is a backup. So when that pump went down, the backup kicked in, and there were still three pumps working while the guys repaired uh, the belt and got that pump online again. Then the other pump goes off. So there were always three pumps working, which is 
full capacity, uh, and we always have the backup in place. So there was one pump down, but the backup was working to pick up the slack from that pump was down. Otherwise, all systems were functioning at full capacity, and that's I know that for a fact. I went out there to see it for a fact at Little River myself, and from talking to the mayor of Tecumseh, uh, it was the same message from him in our conversations yesterday as well. So when people say, well, if you have four pumps, why aren't four pumps always working? Because you can't, and it's a great question, the, the, the fact is with the size of the pipe, you can't, there's head pressure on the pipe, so you can't push more water through just by adding more pumps. It doesn't work like that. And so there's a maximum pressure you can put through any given tube at any given time, and three pumps creates that maximum pressure. Uh, and so uh, it's just, uh, it's, 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 it's the way it works. It's physics. I can't, I can't change that. Yeah. So we want everyone to know that it's not like there was something intentional done by the city not to have pumps on and working to try to handle all of the rain that was coming down so that all of this flooding could have been prevented. No, it's not. That's not the case at all. And, and, and listen, if, even if the city system was malfunctioning, which it was not, uh, you know, you still have to come see operating their own system. Tecumseh had a problem. There was problems in Lakeshore, in Orchard Park, and in Russell Woods. I talked to the warden, the mayor of Lakeshore, yesterday as well. And so this was a, a, a localized storm. Uh, in the past, in 2011, it, it hit the whole city. We had flooding in South Windsor and in East Windsor and Riverside. This was a very localized storm to the east side of the city, uh, going into Tecumseh and going into the western side of Lakeshore. And that's where the sort of the, the epicenter, or the intensity was felt uh, the hardest. And that's where you see the majority of flooding coming in. Now, um, <coughs> state of emergency called. Now, what does that mean for residents? I know you'll be looking for aid from the provincial and federal governments. How does that aid uh, uh, come into this community and, and how does it get, you know, then shared with the residents who need it? So a great question, and let me just, you know, the CBC asked me this morning why, you know, was a state of emergency uh, essential or necessary? And let me say it's always a judgment call whether or not to do that. And I looked back in the past when these things happened, and, and the former mayor declared a state of emergency when a parking garage collapsed in Olette. There was a state of, because it allowed the city to access some provincial resources that it didn't have. There was a state of emergency declared when there was that massive plastics fire uh, on the west side of the city near Ojibwe, and that was done to alert residents because there was toxic smoke in the air. We wanted residents to keep their windows shut. I did not declare a state of emergency for the tornado that happened in August because it was my assessment uh, when I went out and saw the area, when I went out and looked at the damage, that the vast majority of uh, those that were impacted would be insured and that there was order to the system. We had all, all uh, you know, everything was firing on all cylinders and, and everyone was communicating and I didn't think that there was any benefit to declaring a state of emergency in that case. When I went out and to the east side and when I was listening to the residents and seeing the number of calls that were coming into 311 and when I made my own assessment here I, and what programs were available uh, to the residents, because I know in this city there are a lot of folks who don't have coverage for their basements. And it's not because they don't want the coverage, it's because, A, they can't afford it if, if it's even offered to them. A lot of insurance companies won't even offer uh, basement flooding protection to insurance to residents anymore uh, in the city. And if they do get it, it's very, very expensive. And just based on the sheer number of, of people that we were hearing from and seeing sort of the, the damage myself uh, yesterday and talking to the mayors in the adjacent towns, this is a, 
you know, it was my assumption and my assessment that this was a situation that was beyond the reasonable resources of the city to handle, and quite frankly, beyond the reasonable resources of the residents to handle. And it's one thing if you bought it, if you had the option to buy insurance and you didn't do it and this happened, uh, but the fact of the matter is there are so many people who just couldn't get it, and now they're stuck with tens of thousands of dollars in, in, uh, in repairs uh, and replacement that I had to look at what programs were available. And the province offers a program called the Disaster Recovery Assistance for Ontarians program. And so what this does is today there will be someone in the city uh, from the provincial level uh, doing an initial assessment on the damage. Uh, they'll likely trigger another team to come back early next week uh, to the City of Windsor who will do a further assessment. And the goal with these assessments is to have these folks recommend to the Minister of Municipal Affairs that our area get added as a disaster area uh, for the purposes of accessing funds through this program. So the Minister of Municipal Affairs has, makes the ultimate decision whether or not to add this area to that list. Once this area gets added to that disaster list, there's a whole set of criteria. They're online. Uh, you can just type in on Google Disaster Recovery Assistance for Ontarians and you can see what the criteria are. And that will allow residents, once this city's added to the list, to be able to access funds under that program. You know, in the meantime, do we have to have a discussion with the insurance industry, which, by the way, uh, makes a boatload of money, um, to talk about, you know, uh, perhaps a, a change in in coverage for certain areas? I mean not only for residents of Windsor, but really this could happen anywhere. This could happen anywhere. And, you know, uh, there, there are some who don't believe in global warming, but if you don't believe it, look what's happened here in the last uh, several years, even since, uh, you know, 2011. You know, the number of storms that we've seen, we talk about the one in 100-year storm. And at the end of the day, we're, we're seeing, you know, this was a storm beyond the one in 100 year. This might have been the one in 150 year storm uh, that we experienced. And so the systems underground uh, weren't built to handle that. Systems across Canada aren't built to handle that, that amount. And certainly, you know, the insurance industry is, is uh, it's, a, it's an industry based on risk. And of course, they want to make money. And if they can make money, uh, they're going to try and do that. But in this particular case, you know, offering insurance in a very high-risk environment where basements are flooding, the premiums are so expensive that a lot of people, you know, they'll, they have to take the risk simply because they can't afford uh, paying the premium. So we have, uh, to their credit, the Insurance Bureau of Canada and uh, the Ontario region, uh, the Director of Consumer and Industry Relations, has reached out uh, to my office and to Gary McNamara's office. And uh, certainly they want to, you know, get together and have a conversation and they're willing to even uh, deploy staff to assist uh, customers in the Windsor-Tecumseh area. So um, it's, a, it's a larger question that you ask. I'm not sure it's one that uh, the city can directly influence, but we can certainly be an advocate for our residents in this area. Special uh, garbage collection. Can you comment on that before we let you go today? Yes. So we're, we're, we're going to use the data we collect from 311 to determine where to best deploy the resources that we have. So we know there's going to be a lot of folks who need to get rid of material. Uh, we know they're not going to be able to pack their car with wet carpet and padding and couches and things like that. So we're prepared to pick that material up. But we need to have the, the location of where people are experiencing flooding so we can best deploy the resources. So once, I would say, once uh, we're done business today, we'll have a map that will plot out where the calls have come from with respect to uh, basement flooding. We will
will then go back over the weekend. We will figure out how to best deploy uh, the garbage resources that we have to do a collection. Either it's a special collection or a regular day garbage collection where we'll pick up almost anything that you put out that's, uh, you know, related to the flood. So I, I'm, I, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself because I, I want to make sure we have the right information to give residents, but that's what we're looking at and that's what we intend on doing. Okay. Uh, any additional information that you want to share with us, certainly uh, feel free to give us a call back, Drew, or if there's anything right now that we... Can I, can I just say one thing? It's, yep. just, it's just, you know, it's kind of common sense, but sometimes we just don't think about it. Only because we're expecting more rain this afternoon. That tank I told you about, that overfull tank that was overflowing onto our own property, in order to drain that tank down, it takes us between 24 and 48 hours when that gets full. So we're still working on draining that tank down. And if we get more rain like we're expecting uh, later on today, we just ask residents to be cautious about their water usage. And if it's raining really hard, maybe not do the dishwash, you know, don't wash dishes, uh, don't uh, do the laundry, maybe don't take a, a long shower when it's raining really hard because that could have a negative impact on your neighbors, on your friends, on your relatives downstream. And I'm not saying don't flush the toilet or don't do any of these things, but just if you look out the window and it's, it's raining really, really hard, uh, you know, be cautious about the amount of water you're putting down the system so that we're not having a negative impact on folks uh, elsewhere in the city. All right, until all of this kind of passes, because we still have 50, another 50 before it all ends. Exactly, just, just to get through the, uh, the roughest part here. All right. Hey, Drew, thanks for being with us this morning. And like I said, if there's something else that comes up, you need to get it on. Uh, give us a shout back. Okay, thanks, Leah. Okay, thank you. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Windsor Mayor Drew Dilkins joining us this morning uh, with an update. We'll take a break and uh, regroup. You can join us. What are you doing today? Uh, what's it like at your place? Uh, is it a sit and waiting game now? Um, or do you, you know, start tearing stuff up yourself while you're waiting for disaster teams uh, to come help you out if your basement flooded? 519-792-CKLW is our number here at AM800. New York Fries now has an Italian-inspired chicken parm poutine. Fresh, hand-cut fries and real cheese curds smothered in mouth-watering marinara sauce with chunks of succulent seasoned chicken and real parmesan. So Italian, you'll start falling in love at least five times a day. Talk with your hands and fall over on a soccer field when someone gets closer than five feet. New York Fries new chicken parm poutine. Super Italiano. The once-a-year Spectacular is on now at the Optical Department at Sayers. Spectacular deals on all your spectacle needs, like 50% off a complete pair of prescription eyeglasses or sunglasses, non-prescription sunglasses, or eyewear accessories. Also get 15% off all contact lenses. Eye exams arranged upon request from now through October 1st, only at Zares. Some restrictions apply. See Optical Department for details. Visit zares.ca slash optical for a location near you just left Adventure Bay, they should call the place. <laughs> they got this three-story tube ride that's totally... <laughs> My little sister was there, she was all... <laughs> and I even went surfing in Windsor. Visit AdventureBay.ca or Google Adventure Bay Family Water Park presented by WFCU Credit Union. No work, all play, Adventure Bay. It's a party every day. You walk with a certain pride, and you notice when others do too. You share this connection because you donated blood, which means you gave life. And there's a certain je ne sais quoi that comes with that. All you know is that you're part of something powerful, and that's the connection you share with other donors. 
Join the movement. Book an appointment at blood.ca. Canadian Blood Services. It's in you to give. Are you an A or an O? Now is the time to book on blood.ca. What do you get when your Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram retailer in Ontario decides to have a clear out? You get great deals on Dodge Grand Caravan, Canada's best-selling minivan. And you get up to 30% off the MSRP on select in-stock models. What else do you get? You get your rear-end gear, because quantities are limited. And at 30% off, supplies won't last. The 30% off Grand Caravan 2016 model year clear-out. See retailer for details. morning here. I'm Leah Hansen and for Lynn Martin, we're talking about uh, the weather, of course, the flooding, the rain and uh, more rain on the way today. But uh, now the cleanup and the assessment and uh, and the monitoring of systems continues today. And we're asking you, too, about, you know, now what for you? Uh, joining us right now is Paul, who wants to comment. Hey, Paul, thanks for joining us. Hi, how are you? Good. Um, I guess I'd, I think it's a great time to uh, that we should all... Uh, first of all, I agree with everything our mayor said. He's bang on uh, that the, the root cause of this is global warming. And this is just the opening act, and it's off the charts in Canada this year, 12 to 15 billion for the fire in Western Canada. And the main, my main message is, is very simple, is that Canada needs to scale green energy. We have all the technology available now, but we need the citizens to polar politicians to scale green energy up and we need to pull to join the rest of the world and get this done in the next 10 years if we're going to save this planet and as drew said this is a 150 years uh, type storm and we're we're just getting started and when you look around the world now it's like it's not unusual now to have a news cycle with three extreme weather events per day and uh but the good news is the technology's here just like on the dragon's den we got to scale it up to make it work and that means we need to to uh get our politicians to help make that happen because because we do have the technology now so and you and that's all you wanted to say about it well because uh i want to solve the problem okay so if anyone else has got a solution to this because this is this is clearly the cause okay so all right thanks for calling in paul says uh he agrees with the mayor that uh uh, you know, global warming uh, plays a role in this, and this is uh, one of those storms, you know, we talk about a storm of a century or whatever. It, it, you wonder when you, I mean, for those of you who have had flooded basements before, but the rain like we experienced yesterday, and for people who living in Tecumseh, where it just did not stop, then you say to yourself, okay, this is what widespread flooding looks like when we see parts of the world that are flooded with rivers crested over and and uh, the chaos that ensues on a huger scale, on a much larger scale than what we saw here yesterday. But still, is something like that now possible for us? Well, you know, yesterday was an example of a pretty chaotic and uncharacteristic weather in terms of the amount of rain that fell. What is the cleanup like for you today? What are you doing? We'll have some uh, great advice on, you know, what you can do uh, in response uh, to the to the storm yesterday to the flooding yesterday and i know there was lots of information available yesterday we'll get through some of that as well 
um, and uh, find out a little bit more and have share more information uh, with what's happening in Tecumseh. I did talk with uh, Tecumseh Mayor Gary McNamara earlier this morning before I came on the air. He's meeting right now with his senior staff, but I have a bunch of information from our conversation, and I'll share that with you, too, coming up here on uh, the Lynn Martin Show, and we will continue to take your calls as well. It is 9.30. From the AM800 News Center, your number one news source in Windsor, Essex, an information update with Rob Sherbel. The water may have receded somewhat, but we aren't out of the woods yet when it comes to flooding. Tim Burney, the coordinator of flood erosion control at the Essex Region Conservation Authority, says waterways are still fully charged, and depending on the duration and intensity of any more rain we get, there may be more flooding. The old rainfall record for yesterday has been shattered. Officially, 63.4 millimeters of rain fell yesterday at the Windsor Airport. The previous record was 36.8. Much more rain is reported in East Windsor and parts of Tecumseh, where as much as 150 to 200 millimeters are reported. The mayor of Tecumseh, one of the hardest hit areas yesterday, is meeting with senior administrative staff this hour. Gary McNamara is getting an update on flooding and plans to hold a news conference later today to update residents. Meantime, for those living in Tecumseh, garbage collection was delayed yesterday because of the rain. Windsor Disposal Services will be picking it up today and tomorrow to catch up. The Rosetta Space Probe's 12-year mission has come to a crashing end. As planned, it crashed into a comet today. Details on these stories and more coming up on the news at 10 o'clock. The forecast is next. Know what it feels like to tow something heavier than ever before in your new Ford F-150? Nothing. That's because F-150 can tow more than ever. And backing up is a breeze with Pro Trailer Backup Assist. Get $12,280 in total price adjustments on the 2016 Lariat Super Crew 4x4 during Ford employee pricing, but only until September 30th. When you pay what we pay for Canada's best-selling truck line, that's undisputed value. Get your employee price at findyourford.ca. Meet Emily. Hi! Emily is getting ready for Thanksgiving weekend by doing her shopping at Food Basics because until October 5th, she can get 12 selection large white eggs for $1.88 and sirloin tip beef roast for $3.44 per pound. Wow, amazing. And even red seedless grapes for $0.98 per pound. (gasps) So now I can afford to buy my festive fall-themed outfit. I must say, those pumpkin-toned colors look amazing on you. Aw, thank you. Food Basics, always more for less. AM 800 weather is brought to you by Devonshire Mall. Snap and share a photo of any of the great deals at Devonshire Mall using hashtag DMallDeals and you could win a $100 gift card. Visit DevonshireMall.com for details. Now the forecast from the AM 800 Weather Center. Rainfall and flood warnings remain in effect today. Showers and thunderstorms continuing between 20 and 50 millimeters expected by tomorrow morning. Wind from the east gusting to 50 kilometers an hour with a high today of 18, a low tonight of 15. Tomorrow, cloudy, a 60% chance of showers, the risk of a thunderstorm, and a high of 19. Right now in Windsor, it's 17, 63 Fahrenheit. I'm Rob Sherville, AM 800 News. This is the Lynn Martin Show on AM 800 CKLW. Please welcome today's guest host, Leah Hansen. Well, we are the day after the storm, the day after the record rainfall in parts of Windsor and, of course, Tecumseh. Now what for you today if you have a flooded basement? What are you looking for 
Uh, what are you hoping will happen before the day is out today? Have you uh, heard back from your insurance company? Have you been given any instruction on what you should do if your basement is flooded? 519-792-CKLW, you can comment uh, on those things as well as uh, general comments on uh, just what went down yesterday. We had a busy time yesterday, uh, as you can imagine, not only here, but people who are dealing with flooded basements, emergency responders, police, public works, I mean, municipal workers everywhere. Uh, it's It was just a day yesterday, wasn't it? Uh, I know right away yesterday morning on Facebook, I had someone post and said, this is how my day off is starting and my basement is flooded. And uh, that then the picture started, you know, the post started coming fast and furious. So not a good, not a good situation at all out there. Peter is joining us this morning. By the way, you can join in at 519-792-CKLW. Hi, Peter. Hey, good morning. How good, are you today? Good Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Not- not too bad. Actually, I'm a lot better than everybody else. My place did not get flooded on my rentals, so thank God for that. But I feel bad for everybody. But part of it is, too, is I'm wondering about the infrastructure. It is what it is. So why can't you be more proactive? I have a couple of sump pumps. So you got to be kind of proactive as far as thinking into the future in case something happens. You, go, you always can't have somebody looking after you. And I was wondering if... The municipalities can't give maybe incentives to have people put two sump pumps in or backups on top of that. And maybe on new builds have a bylaw that you have to have two or three sump pumps. Well, you know, at at some point, I I understand what you're saying. I like the idea. When you talk about new builds, then, of course, you're looking at changing what the Ontario building codes would be. There are some incentives, and that's one of the things I should just let you know. When I talked earlier on with uh, Gary McNamara, the mayor of Tecumseh, he said that uh, one of the things that they're going to be talking about again with their citizens is the fact that uh, they had a program an incentive program there for backflow preventers. It was a $3,000 grant available. He says only 10 people in their community took advantage of it. So you can have all the incentives you want, but if people aren't going to use them, and, you know, when you have a rainfall like this, um, like, I don't know, do do you live in a place where traditionally there would be flooding? Well, I'm in Windsor, so we didn't have any of those incentives because otherwise I would have used them for you know a couple of the rentals I have that I know about. Uh, typically, it's not as bad where I'm at. I do get a little bit, but that's why I also have extra pumps there to make sure that it doesn't get out of hand in case something like this does happen. Luckily, yesterday, my areas, they weren't like that. But... Um, I don't know. As far as digging up the whole front yard, I can see why people don't want to get to that compared to just putting another pump in. It's ease, I guess. Yeah, and, you know, we can... I I don't know what the solution is to this because, uh, as the mayor said, and and this is not just uh, Windsor Mayor Drew Dukins, but Gary McNamara as well, and I'm sure it would be the mayor of any other community that you talk to, there's no community that has the infrastructure to handle what went down yesterday. Yeah. No, and, and I and I agree with that. That's why I'm stating. Well, I guess I didn't state, but yeah. a second a second pump to have it though, so it's going to the outside. 
Yeah, and you did say you said you know you can't you can't just rely on. Uh, we all say we don't want government to be involved in our lives, but yet when something like this happens, we're like, well, where was the government and why didn't this happen, right? That's right. you got to take care of yourself. I had, a, I had uh, you know, somebody called me up yesterday. Oh, I know you got a pop. Can I use it just in case? I'm like, well, unless you need it, no, I'm sorry, because I got it in case I need it. Yeah. You know, go down to Prince's Auto, spend $60 or $100 for that insurance, which is still a lot cheaper than getting the flood insurance because I turned down the flood insurance. That's a whole different reason with how much they, they charge the insurance companies. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. But that's, that's what I do for my insurance. So you said. And they, have the, and they have the water alarms out there too. So you don't even have to be there. You can have the water alarms go off. Oh, it went past the second pump, you know, or you know what I mean, eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know what? I, I don't know if. See, here's the thing, too, uh, you know, and I, and again, I'm not, it's not like about blaming anybody or whatever, but we have, you know, such low interest rates right now. So, so many people are getting into the housing market, but there's so much yeah. more to owning a house than just buying the house and paying mm-hmm. the minimum bills. Because you're right, in this case, if you can't get insurance, flood insurance, or your insurance company won't give it to you, then you got to be able to have the money to make sure you have these other systems in place in case something like this happens. Like, there's so much more uh, to well, having a home. And I think you hit, you actually hit it. I never thought about that. Most people, I guess, aren't very handy. They, they know how to, you know, turn the key to get into their house. They got to be, I guess, educated on, listen, while the ones who just had this happen, I'm sure they're going to be educated now that if you got a complete pump set, there it is with the hose and everything else, and that's your emergency, you know, for $150. I mean, I think most people would do that, but maybe most people aren't, they're not educated enough to know how to do something like that or, or work it, I guess. Yeah, I hear you. Hey, thanks for calling in. Peter says, you know what, folks, we got to uh, we got to take it upon ourselves to make sure that our investment is protected. 519-792-CKLW, 519-792-2559. What's going on with you today? If your basement flooded out yesterday, what do you do today? Do you just go down there and look at the basement and think, oh, my God, now what? Or did you start yesterday as soon as the rain let up and the water, you know, went back down the drains? You said, okay, let's get this show on the road. Giddy up. Let's start ripping up the carpet. Let's start throwing. Or, or do you sit and wait? Because you've you got to be careful down there with electrical going on. And you have to wait until an adjuster comes from your insurance company. Uh, 519-792-2559. What are you doing today? What's the plan for today if you've had to deal with the fallout from yesterday's record rain? 519-792-2559. The conversation starts here. I don't understand why people get so bent out of shape over there. Weekdays 9 till noon on AM 800. Tim Horton's Smile Cookie Week is over, and we're smiling from ear to ear. In fact, all of Canada is smiling because you helped make it a huge success. Together with every dollar spent and every smile cookie purchased, we helped make a difference in our community. The full $1 from every cookie went to support local charities like hospitals, food banks, and children's programs. So on behalf of all of us, thank you for bringing smiles to our community. Because when we take care of our communities, we take care of each other.
AM 800 weather is brought to you by Wolfhead Distillery. Why not pair handcrafted spirits with their locally inspired menu? Come for lunch or dinner Wednesday through Sunday. See the menu at drinkwolfhead.com. Well, weather-wise, we still have that rainfall warning in effect for our area. Several rounds of showers and thunderstorms will continue uh, to affect the area today and tonight up to another 50 millimeters across Windsor and Essex County are possible today. That is something to keep in mind. Otherwise, we have a high of about 18 today. Tonight, showers heavy at times, down to 16 for the low. 60% chance of showers tomorrow. Risk of a thunderstorm, a high of 19. A Sunday, 60% chance of showers, again, a high of 19. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, back into drier conditions. A mix of sun and cloud and sunshine starting off next week. Right now, we have 17 or 63. You work hard and deserve a vacation. So why settle for anything less than a champagne vacation with Sunwing? Canada's number one to the sun. Choose from the most convenient direct flights to the widest selection of top-rated resorts and experience the difference with our award-winning service. Save up to 50% on champagne vacations and receive our exclusive price drop guarantee when you book by October 7th. Visit your travel agent or... Why is great coffee important to Mick Cafe? Because we understand it's important to you. Which is why until October 9th, you can get any small hot Mick Cafe specialty coffee for only a dollar plus tax. Enjoy 100% Arabica beans and rich full-bodied flavor made with our new coffee system. Because at Mick Cafe, the bean is the heart and soul of a great espresso. So make it Mick Cafe. And until October 9th, discover any small hot Mick Cafe specialty coffee for only a dollar plus tax. Mick Cafe, a new way to cafe. At participating restaurants, see in store for details. Get ready to experience some old-fashioned fall fun on the farm. Join the A-Team this Sunday at the John R. Park Homestead's Harvest and Horses Festival. Celebrate the harvest season with ghost stories, cider pressing, and pony rides. Take a ringside seat to the amazing parade of horse breeds before enjoying a harvest lunch from the Kingsville Lions. Admission is $6 for adults, $4 for children, or a maximum of $20 per family. Sponsored in part by AM800. Find out more at urca.org jrph. At U Windsor, we've dedicated an entire weekend starting September 29th to celebrate you, our proud alumni. There'll be a grab-and-go breakfast, an arts cafe and welcome reception, and a mini U, where you can tap into our profs' expertise on matters like the Gordie Howe Bridge and the U.S. elections. You can catch a Lancer football game and celebrate at the Alumni Sports Hall of Fame induction ceremony. So come out, reconnect, and let us celebrate you, our proud alumni. Visit uwindsor.ca for details. What a way to finish off the summer. Windsor Honda wants to thank their valued customers and Windsor and Essex County for a record month with more vehicles sold than ever. Owner Ken Enser and General Manager Mark Trembacher invite you to take a test drive and experience Canada's best-selling car for 18 years running. Right now at Windsor Honda, you can lease a Honda Civic for just $59 weekly plus tax. It's all good. It's a Windsor Honda. To come see Road East near Lausanne, visit windsorhonda.com for details. The anticipation builds. And finally, just the number you needed. Bingo! 
Every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, Classic Bingo Manning is handing out a whole lot of cash. One line pays $250, 2 lines pay $500, plus a $3,000 jackpot at the 8 p.m. session. Friday nights are all right for cash. Tonight, Classic Bingo Manning is doubling the winnings at the 6 p.m. session. We put the win in Windsor, and we support local charities. Learn more at we-bingo.com. News doesn't exactly happen on a schedule, but AM 800's newscasts do. Lo local news for Windsor-Essex every 30 minutes, all day long. I come from the water. I come from the water. I come from the water. I come from the water, yeah. I come from the water. Welcome back to the Lynn Martin Show here on AM 800. I'm Leah Hansen filling in for Lynn. We go back to the phones this morning. Uh, we're talking about uh, yesterday's weather, the flooding, uh, getting information. Uh, we talked with Windsor Mayor Drew Dilkins, and uh, I've got some information out of Tecumseh as well. They'll hold a news conference at some point today uh, with an update, too. Back to the phones, though, and Julie is joining us. Hi, Julie. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm doing actually very good this morning. <laughs> good. That means um, no flooding for you, I take it. No flooding for me. We were very fortunate. Um, I was just calling because I had heard a comment that was made um, about only 10 people in Tecumseh um, going for the program for the backflow valve from <laughs> Gary McNamara. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, that was a program we flooded back in 2010 with sewer water. And at that time, we called everywhere. And we were not even given the information about a backflow valve until it was a plumber that came knocking at our door and saw everything piled at the curb. And the town of Tecumseh did not let us know at the time. And since then, we've, we had the backflow valve put in, and it saved us this time. There's five people on our cul-de-sac that flooded. And we've been telling everyone about the backflow valve, and they have no idea about the program, and nobody that I know has ever heard of the program being offered in Tecumseh. Well... So, uh, you know what, and if I have a chance to talk to Gary, and maybe that's something that will be asked today, but um, I can't, and I don't want to speak for him, Julie, but I, I, I can't imagine that they would have this program and not advertise it to their to their taxpayers. It, it's, it seems, it, yeah, I said, it seems like, Does that not seem weird? It seems extremely weird, but even when I heard you mentioning it on AM800, I was surprised that they were offering it because... It, we have never heard of it, and we've been telling everybody to get a backflow valve because it has now saved us probably two or three times. It's kicked in and saved our basement. It's It's been the one thing that's when everybody else on our street is flooding, which happens unfortunately often, um, it has saved our basement. So we're, we've been telling everybody about it, but none of us in Tecumseh has ever heard that that program is being offered we knew it was offered especially in the east end of windsor and even when i'm talking to people we will say well if they're offering it there why aren't they offering it for tecumseh and then even as we're talking to plumbers most of them still aren't even aware really yeah well really. You, well if you're... even when you said it on the radio i was really surprised i'm like they're offering that in tecumseh and i i'm just wondering for how long because we've been really promoting the backflow valve for years and years and years, ever since we got ours. Okay. Well, now um, now that's something that uh, Gary talked to me about this morning uh, before he went into his meeting. So um, maybe that's something that will be discussed today 
uh, at uh, a news conference that they plan to hold um, following following the weather yesterday. Uh, yeah, well, so the next thing you need to do is say to people, you know, get in touch with Tecumseh Town Hall. Go to the website, check it out, see if there's anything there on it. But um, yeah, I'd be I'd be jumping on that. It's a three thousand dollar grant, according to what Gary said to me. I oh I, yes, to not have to have paid that out of pocket would have been wonderful, but. Yeah, it was, in order for us to get through last night, we, we had a teeny bit of water that actually started coming through the basement window. But we've got two sump pumps, we've got a water backup, and we've got the backflow valve. So you've, you've and, got it all pretty much going on. Yeah, and it, it, it took a, a major flood in 2010 filled with sewer water for us to get all that. But most of it was information. It was just like one of the callers I was hearing earlier. Most of it was information that we had to go out and collect and like I said, for the backflow valve, it was a plumber that came to our door that saw everything piled at the curb. It wasn't even our insurance company that let us know about it. It was just a plumber that saw our stuff and knocked at the door and had this suggestion. Okay. Well, thank you for calling in. And I, I um, news to you. Yeah, <laughs> news Good to news. you. And now I can tell them to to call the town too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you for that, Julie. Julie says, yeah. Um, for some reason, it doesn't seem to be common knowledge. Five one nine seven nine two CKLW. Next, we go to Dan. Dan's with us from LaSalle. Hey, Dan. Hi. How's it going, Leah? Good. No, uh, no flooding or anything for you. Uh, no, but I was just going to comment. Uh, the gentleman who called about having extra pumps. Uh, you know, I, I I agree with him. I have an extra pump too. But here's the problem: what if the hydro goes off? Well, don't they run on a bat? Don't they have a backup battery? Some do, but then the problem is, is you've got a situation where people aren't maintaining them, and they're dead when they when it comes time. Okay, well that's that's a huge mistake. If you've got a system, you've got to maintain it, right? You got to check it's one it. One of those things that you probably don't even think about until. A time like this. Oh my God! Yeah, I was down having to change my neighbor's sub pump uh, yesterday. I was up to my elbows in water um, because somebody had installed it wrong. <sighs> they put the check valve in backwards. Oh my God! I know, I know, and, right? Uh, and then it was, it was a total mess. Like I, I actually sent her to buy another one, and she came back with it. And I had my spare there, but the problem was, is it the new one didn't work, so I took it all apart, and this is what was wrong, you know. And it's and this is the thing people won't check that they just, you know, it's one of those things that it's like until you absolutely need it, you don't think about it. Well, there's a business right there, isn't it? Exactly. You know, yeah. have somebody come. You have people come and check your furnace, check your air conditioner. They should be checking your sub pump, too, to make sure well, it works, right? The thing is, all you have to do is you pour a bucket of water down it every once in a while and flick it on, and if it comes on, it's good. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, people just, I mean, it's its normal. People take things like that for granted. Yep, for sure. Until you know? we're caught with, you know, our pants, I was going to say our pants down, but maybe our pants up, rolled up to our knees when we're... Yeah, exactly. Oh, well. Okay, so good call. Uh, and good advice. Thanks. Dan says, yeah, make, you got to check it. That's the problem, right? People, you got to check it. We'll take another call here before we break it, but we will continue uh, to talk to you about the record rainfall yesterday. And Tim is with us. Tim, you want to comment too on extra pumps? Hi, Leah. How are you doing? Good. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I just got a comment for the guy that called in and said about getting two pumps and all that other stuff. You know what? Good for him. Because that's not where the water comes from. The water comes back in through, like I have a shower downstairs. The water comes up through the drain. I have, uh, and to the other comment about not checking them, I have a, a system called a basement watchdog. The reason why I'm calling you right now is I got a call from home. I left work because the emergency backup was alerting to a problem with it. It tells you exactly what's wrong with it. 
So if it needs to be charged, it tells you that. If it needs water, it tells you that. If it's gone off, it tells you that. So it's not that difficult. The problem is, is that what he's saying about two pumps, I have two pumps here. This is the first time in a number of years, well over 20, that I've actually ever had water in this house. And it was because of the size of the storm. So you can have as many pumps you're saying as you want. And if the water has no place to go, it has no place to go. And if there's a whole uh, drain in a shower, it's coming up. Well, think about it this way. Um, this is in Forest Glade. Forest Glade has had numerous water problems in the past. They've completed the subdivision. When they put the sewers out here, it was done for the phase one construction. They've not upgraded it because I haven't seen Forest Glade Drive torn up, and that's where the main drain is. So I think it's incumbent upon these developers. And don't forget, we have a ton of swimming pools out here. That displaces where the water can go to. I'm looking at my neighbor's pool right now. It's overflowing. Now, that should be an area that would hold a few thousand gallons of water. But it does. But it's in a contained area. So it doesn't allow the water to run off. And it's just like having another house there. So you're displacing soil where water can go to for a pool. All right, so you're saying, hey, it's all fine and good to talk about all these extra systems, but if there's too much water, there's it's, just too much water. It's just not going to work, no matter what you do. As I said, well over 20 years here, first time I've ever had water. I didn't get a ton of it, but I got enough that, you know, I'm I'm home now checking this my backup pump to make sure everything's okay with it and waiting for a call from the insurance company, which I was not happy to have to make. Yeah, I bet. All right, thanks for calling in today, Tim. I appreciate your call. 519-792-CKLW. When we come back, glad about this. We'll talk to George and uh, get his take on why he's glad about this. But we'll check the forecast next.